The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. Thanks for tuning in to The Antidote. My wife and I spent the past seven weeks and 15,000 kilometers on the road, driving to the Arctic Ocean and back. This has been on our bucket list for the past few years, and despite having too many hazy days from wildfires and needing to replace all four tires because of the sharp gravel of highways, it was really an amazing trip. 
That vacation was the reason for our long series of summer reruns on The Antidote. But now it's all fresh music. Tonight is a milestone for The Antidote. It's our 13th anniversary of this program and also our 600th episode of airing Christian music that doesn't suck. Something else that's new is our new show opener with music stems supplied by Eric Young of Future of Forestry. Now, anyone who's listened to The Antidote knows that I like music that makes you think, like our opening song, Pieces by a Basic Wagon. Let's get into another one. Growth and healing come into the punk single, Deciduous from Chainstay. Fade. I remember what you told me that 
What's up, guys? This is Manifest. You're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Well, I think Manifest may be spending too much time listening to 21 Pilots. But he does deliver a good message about not allowing your past to define you. Now, I love speaking with artists about their art. So up next is a conversation I had with Matt Moore about his career and his new single, Tether. Matt Moore is a first-time guest on The Antidote. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Absolutely, man. Thanks so much for having me. You may be a first-timer on this show, but your music goes back a few years. I heard that you began recording in 07. Yeah, actually uh, launched a solo career in 07, which is not something I had ever planned on doing. Uh, played in a lot of local rock bands before that and just couldn't seem to keep a band together for more than you know a handful of years. And 
never wanted to sing, never really wanted to be a solo artist. But uh, it wasn't until that last band broke up, I felt like, you know, God really kind of pushed me out of the nest and, you know, said, you know, you keep saying you want to serve me with music. Like, why are you waiting for somebody to come do it for you? So um, took that gut punch and, uh, you know, picked up an acoustic guitar and, and hit the road. Well, that's amazing. Well, listen, you should tell us about your music. I mean, have you always been a hard rock kind of guy? I mean, I think that was the impression I certainly got from your 09 song, Standing in the Flames. Yeah, I've always always been a, a rock fan. I mean, growing up, um, I grew up in a house with a, a lot of classic rock. My dad played in bands, led worship at our church. So there were always, you know, big rock bands like Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple and, and Cream and stuff like that uh, playing over the stereo. Um, I loved a lot of hip hop stuff when I was in like junior high and high school. And uh, it wasn't until later in life, you know, about 17 years old, when I finally picked up a guitar and just uh, dove headfirst into everything rock and roll. So it's it's definitely my my first love. And has it always been Christian oriented? Uh, the stuff that I've always created has been Christian oriented. And there's been a lot of those Christian rock bands that were big influences early on. You know, growing up, like I said, we had Christian music and mainstream music in the house. So mm-hmm. uh, it, there were a lot of different influences that uh, that crept in there. But my music has always been, uh, you know, faith-based. Well, you've talked about the rock end of it. And that's where I really think that you're tending to break trends here, Matt. Because, you know, the rest of the Christian music machine, it just seems to be putting out pop or worship songs. So is there still a place for harder Christian music? I think there absolutely is still a place for all kinds of Christian music. Um, you know, like I said, the rock stuff is is where I've always gravitated and what I've always been passionate about. But um, I think there there is a certain formula if you want to get uh, on the radio and and you want to uh, kind of fit that that mold um, to to go more with the the CCM and and worship stuff. And I think there's some people who are very passionate about that. But um, I, I think there's you know th- there's all kinds of room for positive music in any genre really then should we allow our own passions to override what's saleable you know i i think that really comes down to you know what what you're going for i mean if if the goal is to be you know popular or to fit that mold or uh, to get your songs on the radio there's there's obviously a formula for doing that um but i personally subscribe to the idea that you know god created me with these particular passions with these particular interests and and things that I've, I've always held on to. So uh, I would much rather write and perform music that I'm passionate about and, you know, be less known and, and uh, potentially make less money and things like that than uh, to to really make music that, that I don't care about. Well, not making money is an automatic. I mean, being a musician <laughs> and making money, that's an impossibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we were looking to get rich, we definitely wouldn't have picked Christian rock music, that's for sure.
Your new single Tether released just a couple of days ago. You know, I really think that this song may top all your others. And I wonder if you realize that you really did have something special, especially with bringing in such a big crew to help it out. Yeah, well, this it's a song that uh, I'm, I'm passionate about. Uh, actually, this whole new project um, with, with the same crew that we brought in is... And that, that's very kind of you to say, first of all, thank you. Uh, I think every artist really wants to make sure that their their next project, their next song, you know, is, is a step up from the last thing that they did. Uh, I think we all kind of feel that creative pressure to make sure that whatever comes out next is the very best that you can do at that moment. So uh, super blessed to work with uh, an all-star crew of musicians on this one. Uh, great producer. Great uh, guest vocalist with Zana coming in and, and lending her talents to it. So uh, super, super excited to be able to share it with the world and, and really proud of the way it turned out. And that's somebody that we've got to talk about, Zana. She brought her vocals on to Tether. Like, I mean, that was a perfect fit. How was it that the two of you connected? Zana and I have actually known each other uh, for a number of years now. We've performed at some of the same festivals together uh, and gotten to know each other over the years. Uh, I've actually taken some vocal lessons from her just within this past year. Uh, she is an absolutely incredible vocalist. Uh, she's capable of of singing so many different styles and mm-hmm. bringing so many different colors. Um, and we knew that we wanted to bring a guest vocalist on this one. We purposely left some space to... Uh, uh, to have a guest featured on there. And as we were tossing out names, uh, she she jumped right to the top of the list. We knew that she could bring something really special to the song and give it a color and a dynamic that uh, I've never been able to introduce on a song with a female vocalist who's capable of of singing beautiful and bringing those screams and uh, just everything that, that she brings to it. She's an absolute rock star. She can do it all. Well, I think we need to hear more about Tether. Because depending on how you look at it, a tether could be either a positive or a negative. So how do you see it? Right. And, and I think tether does have kind of both of those connotations of something that's restricting you and, and holding you back. Um, in this particular case, I want a tether to be about that idea of fighting to hold on to hope when it feels like everything's falling apart. Um, when your mental health is spiraling out of control and it feels like the weight of the world's crashing down on you and you're being pulled so many different directions, you know, how do we, how do we stay anchored to the hope and the love and the identity that we find only in Jesus? Um, so really the song is about desperately holding on to Jesus when things get dark and things get tough. And how many of those days have you had in your life? (laughs) More than I care to, uh, admit. No, Honestly, th- this entire new project has a, a very specific mental health focus on it, um, both from my personal struggles with depression and anxiety as an adult and, and working through that, but also some of the things I get to walk through with people in my role as a pastor at the church. Um, it's just something that's been very close to my heart and something that I was really hoping that by being more open and vulnerable about my journey, uh, that I could encourage people to uh, start to share more of their story and start to bring some of their struggles out to the light and and experience some of that healing and hope that I've found in Jesus. Well, you really must have hopes for this song. Do you think it's actually going to change your listeners? You know, I think every artist really hopes that their music will connect with people um, and, and meet them right where they're at. So uh, more than anything, I would I would love for this song to just find people who are in that 
that place where they're struggling and, and to just remind them that they're not alone, uh, that there is hope. And, and again, to begin to walk that out, um, to, to find that, that hope in Jesus and to find that support that they need to begin to take steps in their journey. So yeah, I mean, I think every artist hopes that uh, their music will, will inspire and connect with people like that. So is that really your intention as a musician, that you want to instruct and influence listeners instead of just entertaining them? Yeah. I mean, I think I would love to be able to do both. You know, I, I really hope that people are entertained by the music. I hope that people are entertained by the live show and some of the antics we do and uh, some of those things. But, um, you know, you'd always love for there to be something more than than just entertainment. You know, it, and it's so special when people reach out and tell you how much one of your songs means to them or how it helped them through a particularly difficult time. Um, I think there's just something really, really special about the power of music to be able to connect with people and meet them where they're at and, and to express certain emotions and certain things that, that are just hard to, to put into words or hard to have regular conversations about. Matt, it's been great having you here on The Antidote and best of success with the song. Thank you so much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, this is Matt Moore, and you're listening to Christian music that doesn't suck on The Antidote.
Earlier, we got into Standing in the Flames from Matt Moore, and we just heard Tether, Matt's great new single. You know, it's been a while since I heard anything new from Scott Stapp, but he's back with the song Higher Power, a single from his upcoming album. Sound of the living dead. 
love your beauty at its pace mm, mm. Cause I can see the artist working I can see the brushstrokes forming But I wonder how you're okay with this mess mm. I'm saying open up my vision Capture it through your eyes It's beautiful, it's beautiful This canvas you're painting on me It's wonderful, it's wonderful The work that you're doing in me What's empty and lifeless Now filled with your brightness It's beautiful, it's beautiful This canvas you're painting on me This canvas you're painting on me Standing in the same old place again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It seems that I am stuck inside my head mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wanna learn to see your colors More than just the paint by numbers I know you'll see this work through till the end mm -hmm. So let me capture it through your eyes It's beautiful Powerfully upbeat song, Canvas from Dustin Starks. I really had no intention of doing interviews while I was on vacation, but when I met this band playing at a music festival, I had to find out more about them. Then you can enjoy What a Friend I Have in Jesus, sung in English and in Anuktukt. The antidote is here in Inuvik in Northwest Territories at the Fiddle and Flow Music Festival. And I happened to chance upon the sing-along group, guys performing Christian music, but maybe done from a little different slant because you perform also in English and in your native tongue. Yes, I do. In Inuit, we do a lot of our songs. So, no, because people understand it better in that language. And we do it in both languages, English and Inuit. 
Is it tough to change from doing it in English into your own tongue to translate? Uh, the words are already there, so we just have to, uh, we just get together and practice the uh, songs in our language until we get them following the uh, whole tune of the uh, song. So it takes a while sometimes, but we manage to uh, figure out the uh, lyrics and everything that goes for the song. How many members do you have in your group? Uh, right now, with, uh, currently about five, six, maybe, at the most. We used to have a lot more, but they're all doing other things, so we were just more, mostly about uh, five or six of us that do perform or sing songs for uh, praise in our community once called for, for special events. Special events like this festival. Yeah, like this festival or jamborees or uh, sometimes we have to do our uh, help with the funerals and whatever to help mm -hmm. the family. So, you know, it takes a lot, but you know, it's touching and uh, you see it in people's faces when you do them or in body language. So it's thank you, you know. So oh. Enjoy that. And I noticed that with the crowd, the response that you've been getting with this. Now, I thought you were local, but I'm going to have one of your band members help me out here because I could not pronounce the name of the town where you're from. Urukakto, Northwest Territories. And previously, you said that was known as? Uh, known as, uh, previously known as Holman Island. Yep. And how long ago did the name change back? Oh, back in 90... When was it changed again? I forget what year it was changed, but it was changed back in... I can't remember when it was changed, but it changed for a few years back. For the better? Yeah. <laughs> you enjoy doing this? Yes, I do. Yes, it's... Uh, it's what you call, I mean, make you feel good when you do this kind of music for the people back home. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel comfortable and at ease, you know. Music is music to us. Yeah. Gospel music is uh, peaceful and overwhelming and it helps us get through the days. You know, being so isolated in a small community, which we are close and knit together, our family is like, our, our town is like a one big family, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful place. You know, something I was surprised at was actually coming here and finding out how popular fiddle playing is. Yep. Um, Fiddle playing back home, it was uh, just a few, just a, this guy here until uh, these two younger fellows came along and they evolved with their uh, music through fiddle and accordion and uh, they they become really good, They're, they really evolved in their fiddle and accordion music, these two young fellows. Right. And uh, gospel music. It touches us because they're, they're pretty young and mm -hmm. to evolve with gospel music, it's it's awesome. But again, it seems to be that the fiddle has just been taken over and accepted to be such a common instrument here. Yeah. I've been surprised at how often I've seen it being played. Yeah. 
because of course you always tend to think of East Coast playing or actually the city where I live nearby has a lot of fiddle playing. It seems to be almost a universal instrument. Yeah, it's uh, the fiddle is always played and always heard in our home and yeah. our one of our younger guys, Tegan, he's uh, come he just come from a family that is named after a uh, well-known fiddler, respected, and who passed away years ago, and mm-hmm. he's named after Kung uh, Yuna, which is John uh, Kung Yuna. Who played fiddle music and gospel music at the uh, local Anglican church mm-hmm. and Tegan has his uh, Inuit name, Kungayuna, mm-hmm. is named after him. And he's, uh, we noticed that he plays a lot like his namesake, and it, which is really good. And That's- our music will never never uh, stop and, you know yeah it's it's awesome that's so cool listen I gotta thank you for coming and speaking with the antidote and keep up the good work thank you very much nice okay. to meet you Two decades ago, Switchfoot recorded their song, Meant to Live. Now John Bellion has actually improved on the original. Listen to this incredibly emotional version. Then we'll get into the lead song, The Cave, from Need to Breathe's latest album. Fumbling his confidence and wondering why the world has passed him by Hoping that he's bent for more than arguments and failed attempts to fly Somewhere we live inside Somewhere we live inside We were meant to live for so much more Have we lost ourselves Somewhere we live inside Dreaming above providence And where the mice and men have second drive 
world's got to offer We want more than the wars of our fathers And everything inside screams for second life Come in and there's no more 
What's going on, everybody? This is Leroy Ham, the lead singer of War of Ages, and you're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins.
I've often said that you could create a worship song in any music genre. War of Ages proved that with Dominus from their just-released album, Dominion. The song is devout with its chorus that says, Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, before your throne who was and is to come, forever you are the sole creator, every knee will bow before you. Another artist who didn't hesitate to proclaim his faith in his music was Milan Lefevre. He passed away September 8th of this year, and next week on The Antidote, we're going to discover his musical legacy. Well, let's move on to tonight's final track, Alter, which comes from Nazarites, last year's outstanding hard rock album by Chaotic Resemblance. Enjoy this, and I'll see you next time on The Antidote. Will there be fire?